Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Zozo, how are you? Oh, mate, well, you sound a bit flat. Are you okay? <laughs> I am, I'm fine. I've literally just been doing a Kayla um, workout in the garden, so I'm a bit like, oh, all yeah. done for the day. We love a Kayla workout, though. Yeah, I used to do them, like, mm, I'm going to say five years ago, and I still had the little PDF thing saved on my phone, so I thought I'd start it up again. You and I have had a very similar end to our days, G, because I've just done a, a Courtney Black. <laughs> she just, I love her so much, and I was thinking, well, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to spend the money on getting the app, but then all of the workouts are there all the time, so I'm now thinking, oh, I might just do it. How much is the app? I don't think it's like $15.99. I mean, she is smashing it. Anybody yeah. listening that doesn't know, follow Courtney Black on Instagram. She is amazing. And she's like 23. And she says things like kick corona, which really makes me giggle. Kick corona, yeah? Kick corona, yeah? I'm like, yeah, okay, Courtney, I'll do it. <laughs> and I've got a brilliant day today because I was in London. and I'm covering Pandora this week. What's it like out in the real world now? Well, I was just about to tell you that as far as I was concerned, it was like an episode of Sex in the City. I was, I was like strutting across Waterloo Bridge in my like Soap Sophia Webster heels. And, you know, like I was almost dancing at the traffic lights waiting for the green man to come so I was like hey guys all right hiya everyone else is hiding behind masks not talking to anybody but I <laughs> hopefully I brought a bit of good um good vibes to London town today did you not get your heels stuck did you get your oh heels stuck? I got my heels stuck in the basically like between two paving stones and it's ripped the entire material off the hill did you see my story earlier on in the car I saw it. I was laughing. I was really laughing because I was imagining you walking along in your heels, so yeah. happy to be back in the real world, loving life. And yeah. Then, reality. <laughs> and obviously, like, there was a situation on the train where you have to wear a mask on the train. Obviously, everyone's yeah. doing that bit, and you know it's mandatory. But there's a girl behind me that wasn't wearing her mask, and this other lady was like excuse me, you've got to wear a mask. And she was like, but I'm not sitting near anyone. And she was like, if I've got to wear a mask, you've got to wear a mask. And I was thinking, oh, fuck, just everyone wear their bloody mask and let's get on with it. Yeah, oh, my God, don't. We can't start having mask rounds on the trends. <laughs> Hopefully my leopard print ones arrived today. Have you got leopard print? Uh, yeah, I got, I, do you know what? It was like, 
beginning of lockdown, I ordered it from Etsy, thinking that no one was really going to be wearing masks anytime. But I actually ordered them from my mum because she was like really scared about going out and stuff. So I was like, listen, I'll get you some jazzy masks. You'll be fine. And um, and then now I'm so glad I did. Yeah, I love the way you say jazzy as well. What are you, a 16-year-old yeah, I say, I say jazzy, snazzy. <laughs> what else do I say? <laughs> Groovy. Groovy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gee, so nice to talk to you and we're going to see each other in the next couple of weeks I'm over the moon about I know exactly it's it's so nice that we can actually do that now a social Um, distance elbow pump yes no don't try and come with me come at me with your hugs I'm not I'm not hugging anyone anymore right I'm (laughs) hugging hugging so 2019 Um, I'm really excited about today's podcast because um we haven't done um an episode on music before but obviously me working at heart and doing all my DJing and growing up around yeah. music, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I'm an Ibiza junkie, so music's like <laughs> definitely part of my life. And it was just a really fascinating conversation that we had about the impacts of music on children. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, we all we all know how music can make us feel and and at different times in our life, the effect that it can have on us. Um, so it was really interesting just to chat through how introducing music into your little one's life can you know help them or just spark their interest really yeah and obviously all of the sort of the chemical stuff that it does to their brain as well just like setting off all of the good endorphins and you know if you have a little dance off in your kitchen every day and get the kids involved it's you know it's so good for the soul and it's interesting because you come into this world and you have no inhibitions and it's only as we get older that we start thinking oh I'm not I don't think I'm a good dancer and I can't do that it's embarrassing it's like just let it go shake it off and just do the bum wiggle and you'll feel amazing right and and also like it's interesting that you touched on how music can really be really profound at certain times in your life for me when my dad died you know I spoke to my agent at the time and said right that's it I don't want to do any more telly and she said to me right you can't do nothing what are you going to do and I said you know what I think I'm going to learn to DJ and it was at that point that I started you know got some depth at home I started mixing I, I definitely think that music saved me from the, the depth yeah. of it's so uplifting yeah. interesting it is. It- it really is. And obviously, we all know that some of the best artists release their music, like that, well, their most you know, famous music when they've been going through really, really hard times. And a lot of them will say that it really helped them through. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I, I, I'm not one to write music, but I do, I, I do, <laughs> I do love a little dance in the kitchen. And, and when we can go back out again, I love dancing when you're out as well. Yeah, you're an absolute demon on the dance floor. Um, listen, we're going to get into this chat today. We spoke to a lady who, uh, well, I, I sort of, I, I gave her a massive introduction because she is doing so many things. It kind of took children and my breath away with with the amount of stuff that she's doing that she's turned her hand to. It's like entrepreneurialism to like the 10th degree. So I'm going to let the intro sell today's guests but who are we chatting to today today we have got musician and singer yolanda brown so i've got a feeling that this intro to today's guest might be one of the longest (laughs) i've ever done because she's basically superwoman and does everything uh tv presenter saxophonist singer radio broadcaster she has her own show on jazz fm she's just signed to record an album how exciting is that she is mum to two a six-year-old girl and a five-month-old baby girl uh who she's had during lockdown i'm tired just thinking about the stuff that she manages to juggle today's guest 
is the wonderful Yolanda Brown. Hello. Yay. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> Thank you, you so much. Thank you for coming on. I mean, everything you're doing, I'm impressed that you ha- even have time to brush your teeth in the morning. I know. Oh, thank you very much. In fact, you know, you usually just get on with things really and opportunities come and I say yes and take them. But actually during lockdown, I now feel tired. It's really strange. Now I've had to stop. Yeah. You kind of think, oh yeah. my gosh, how am I going to do it all? <laughs> you know. But when you're in Absolutely. it, you just get on with it. Yeah. So what do your days at home look like at the moment? So now um, we're refreshed a little bit because Jemima, my six-year-old, is in year one. So she's gone back to school now. Um, So during the days, I've got Adelphi, who's five months at home um, and dad's at home, obviously. So he can look after her while I'm doing bits of work and literally flitting between everything. There's a massive to-do list that never gets done, um, but it just carries on to the next day. (laughs) Yolanda, can you just tell us um, kind of how your career started? Because you were a musician originally, weren't you? you and then went into the TV presenting. Exactly. Yeah. Well, even before that, I was uh, studying for my PhD in management science. So I thought I was going to be a management consultant. That was it. And music was always a hobby for me. And um, sort of during the summer between uh, my undergraduate to to postgraduate, I joined a band, as you do as a student, to make some extra money. And um, the band fell away after we'd done some gigs in the summer. And the manager said, I could manage you as a solo artist. There's definitely something here. And I'd never thought about it. I just loved playing the saxophone for myself, improvising. I'm self-taught on the instrument. And so we set upon this journey just to um, sort of create a brand, which is brand Yolanda Brown. And uh, 15 years ago, um, yeah, we were sitting, I remember sitting on the underground and saying, you're not serious. This can't be right. Who's going to listen to a saxophonist? And um, yeah, this wonderful music career blossomed, which we built independently. I'm still independent now as an independent artist. And um, I was performing on the proms, I'm going to say about four years ago, the gospel prom at Royal Albert Hall. And they'd asked me to uh, film a VT about the art of proming and what it feels like to go to the proms. And I'd never been before. And from there, they for just, anyone that doesn't know what a VT is, a videotape. Oh, sorry, yes. A little video. Short film. And yeah, they really liked it. Then next thing I'm meeting with other um, producers and directors and yeah, just wonderful meetings with people that wanted to get me on camera, which has been fantastic. And, you know, Yolanda's Band Jam was born, which is on CBeebies now. And I love doing bits um, for, for the proms and, and other TV shows. I, I just, I'm just enjoying it. As I say, opportunities come and I just like to take them and explore them. Wow. And you said that you were self, yourself taught on the saxophone. So have music yeah. always been like a really big part of your life? Like were your parents, you know, into music? Was there a lot of music around you growing up? How did you get into it? Yeah, my dad has the most amazing collection of music ever. So like his vinyl collection, tapes, every, CDs, everything. And um, in our house, we were always hearing um, from classical to jazz to reggae. My, both my parents are from Jamaica, skia, everything in between. And so music was always around, but no one played an instrument in my in my home or in my family. But I just wow. love the idea of being able to recreate those moments of sort of dancing yeah. in the living room and things like that. So um, yeah, I played the piano from age six and found the saxophone at age 13. And um, 
I'm a bit of a rebel, I guess, in some sense. I didn't really take to the traditional style of teaching music, which is like, you know, exams, scales, grades, yeah. exams, scales, grades. And so, um, and so I decided to stop my lessons and just play the instrument for myself. I was very lucky that my parents invested in buying an instrument for me. And so it just used to be my diary, you know, as a teenage girl, so many things going, and so many emotions going through our minds. And for me, playing the saxophone was just very therapeutic. And I guess that's yeah. why I never really saw it as a career because it was for me, you know. I used to just play in my room, happy song, sad song, whatever it was. Um, and I do remember sort of one summer playing a bit like today is so hot, windows open. And I finished sweating in my room, playing this wonderful <laughs> piece of whatever it was. And my next door neighbor just started clapping in the garden. <laughs> I almost felt like, oh my goodness, like it seemed me just in my dressing gown or something, you know. (laughs) But actually, that was sort of my first taste of thinking, wow, maybe music isn't just for me. Maybe it's something to share. Were you shouting out the window, yeah, you can put the tenor through the door, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I should have done, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a really hard instrument to learn. I'm not going to lie to you. On a very drunken (laughs) night in Ibiza, I was with a saxophonist. And I thought, I'm going to grab this saxophone now and I'm just going to play a tune. And it was literally like... Impossible. I thought I was like that saxophonist from that track, Klingande, Jubel. I was like, yes. you know, the summer track from 2012. I was like, I've got this. I can do this. And it was awful. <laughs> no. Well, no, I, I do have to dispel the myth a little bit, though. I think you just need, there's just one tiny basic, which is that, you know, obviously it's the reed that makes the sound. The reed needs to vibrate. So once you make your mouth in the right way, then you're good to go. And um, I've taught from six-year-olds up to 60-year-olds. Um, everyone can play the saxophone, I believe. Everyone can play the sax. Not <laughs> from me. After lockdown, you're going to have your first saxophone lesson. You are going to oh, be amazed. <laughs> My dad actually has a saxophone. He'll be very impressed. I think he's never had lessons, but he was impressed when he actually managed to make a noise out of it. It did take. It took him a while to even be able to make a sound. So, Zoe, I think you did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. even to make any noise, there was no sound. It was like a farting noise. Yeah, that's where it begins. Um, so just to, um, sort of talking about kids and music and things how mm. important do you think it is for children to be around music like I know there's loads of research into I mean for, with instance for Gigi I read that if you played Mozart to your baby when they were young and mm. that they would be really clever so when she <laughs> before oh she used to God. go to sleep I started playing Mozart to her and it became like a little bit of a routine but I think really it could have been anything but if you go on YouTube it's like baby Mozart there's loads of stuff so what you know what's your views on that no I totally agree it doesn't necessarily have to be Mozart but um (laughs) I think that there is there is something between sort of that transition from the womb to being in the world and then later on and you know you can hear in the womb of course you you know your parents voices you can hear the heartbeat you're hearing the water swishing around and actually those sounds are the sounds that comfort a baby so you know we make shushing sounds to babies to calm them down because that's what it sounds like in the womb so if they're hearing music from 
in utero, then when they're born, you know, there is a comfort in that. And I think that continues on through into music education, through into how we enjoy music. Like why, why at a wedding do we do a first dance? Because it's a connection, yeah. you know, it's all about mm. music is something that you can connect with and it, you don't have to think about it. It's just a natural and emotional connection. And so I think it's very important. I, I sort of not doing it on purpose, but touring pregnant um with both of my children afterwards they come on tour with me and they have exactly the same reaction so there, there was one song Tokyo Sunset with Jemima every time I played it on stage it was like our little secret she would start moving around in my tummy while I'm playing oh, on the stage. but then actually she came on tour with me and my my dad also came on tour with us he was the manny and um, <laughs> and he said every time we played that track she would wake up and start jigging around and so it just shows oh, that there wow. is some sort of association there and um, and a comfort. Yeah. And again, it's happened again with Adelphi. We were on tour in Australia um, at the beginning of the year. And even at six weeks old, she reacted to, to the music again. So there's something mm. there. And I think it's sad that we then take that away or make it too regimented or too rigid for a child because they've enjoyed it. Um, so much from from birth. Do you know what we we actually have uh, something in our house, Yolanda, which which is kind of like a dance off in the kitchen, and I try and structure it every single day into the routine. I mean, we don't have much routine, but at the moment, but for, for sort of between five to ten minutes, I just turn the music up, and we each get to choose whichever one we want. Like Isla really likes. Um, Ollie Mers and then you know Luna wants the taco song and we all just stop and dance around <laughs> whatever we want to do the bum dance hands in the air and there is something really lovely in that moment and even Kit now is really getting into it so I definitely think what it does to them as a release in energy and yeah. you know it's really uplifting I know what music does to me you know I get I, yeah. I get some songs are so emotive that I'm covered in goosebumps some tracks make me want to yeah. cry some tracks make me want to lot like it's wonderful isn't it it's magic it's the power of music exactly and that's the thing I think we focus too much on getting things exactly right so it's like if we're going to dance together you know I've got to do these dance moves but actually just feel free and that's what children love so much about music and I think I speak to a lot of parents all the time where I'm like you know you should make music with your kids and they're like oh but I'm not musical and I said well you don't need to be just bang a saucepan or tap your hand on the table but you actually then start sort of communicating in a different way um, and it yeah. happens to us all the time we'll sit around the dinner table and my husband will start beating on the table then I'll beat something and Jemima will start going some, some crazy sound <laughs> and next thing you know we're all sort of playing music together and it's it's lovely and it should feel silly it should feel fun and it should be yeah. that expression. Do you think you'll um, you know have music lessons for your children Interestingly enough, yeah, I, I, yeah. it was a question that I didn't know the answer to until I, I, even with sort of babies, baby led weaning was something that I loved um, sort of with bringing my, my children up. And then I sort of lent a bit more towards parent, uh, baby led parenting as well. And um, yeah. when my daughter was six, uh, she, <laughs> I had this MIDI keyboard under, under the bed, which I use for when I'm writing um, music and I can connect it to the computer. She said, mum, can you set up that keyboard for me? And then when I get home from school, can I have a piano teacher? <laughs> and I said, okay, she's just made the decision oh, for me. Yeah. Um, so then began the hunt became the hunt to find sort of the right piano teacher for her that would engage her and let her be expressive but also teach her the the technique and yeah she's decided in on her own right that she wanted piano lessons which she still does today oh, so she has them now oh my god yeah, she does she's been having them over skype at the moment which is really amazing <laughs> um but she loves that but on the flip side I make sure that she has so much time just 
feeling free with the instrument as well. Um, so she likes to sort of make up her own things. Or I remember for when she first got potty trained, I said, right, once you've done this chance, you can have whatever tour you want in the whole wide world. Felt like a really good parent. And she said, I want a blue, <laughs> uke- <laughs> she said, I want a blue ukulele. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so she's had this blue ukulele since she was like one and a half and she still plays it now and makes up little songs. She doesn't necessarily know the chords, but it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? She just likes to strum away and pretend that she's a rock star in the mirror. And that's the bit that I love. She's having the technique and the, the, the foundations of music but she's also getting to enjoy herself and find herself in music too yeah I think do you know what you said when you were saying about the lessons and stuff I Mm. think actually when I was young I had piano lessons and recorder lessons but I found them quite boring and if they hadn't have been boring I think I would have stuck with them for longer and I guess that when you said you had to find the right teacher and you know like really find someone who would let her be creative I think Mm. that's definitely something I would think about now Um, I hadn't really thought about it like that and I guess the teacher is so important Oh, of course. I know. And and the same way that, you know, we select a nursery for our children, you know, we go on open days and we go and walk around and we settle them in, all of that. It's the same thing that we should do when looking for a music teacher. So everybody works in different ways and everyone will react to a different person. So we went to about four yeah. different people before we found the person that she has now. And there's no harm in taking a tester lesson and saying, actually, I don't think that's going to work. Um, and, you know, there's been times, obviously, I do the band jam and I've seen how I, I teach music as well. I do workshops when I'm on tour. So it's very hard sort of sitting on the sofa and thinking, oh, I wouldn't do it like that. <laughs> um, but you can, you are allowed to go and sort of shop around, find the music teacher that suits your child. Um, yeah. There's no harm in that at all. We'll be right back after the short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So welcome back, uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? You've, you've just mentioned that you you gave a ukulele to your uh, to your daughter when she was one and a half. Uh, what sort of age do you think we should start introducing musical instruments into the house? Because we, we've only got the t- the tangerine tangerine. Tambourine. We've got these tangerines. We've also got a tambourine, um, <laughs> but that's just quite irritating. I'm not going to lie, especially when he's got the drumstick in his hammer. He just goes bang bang all the time. But 
Yeah, what, what's 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 the sort of crucial age or the or the the ideal age to be introducing musical instruments? Do you think? Well, I think we're, we're talking about percussive instruments there from from birth. You know, I think having a little rattle, it's a maraca at the end of the day. A little rattle yeah. and start, you know, um, sort of measuring out uh, rhythms with with a baby. You can then graduate up to a tambourine or bring some like a, a toy harmonica on board just to get them with the idea of breathing. Because then by the time they're four or five. Six, they could then start the recorder lessons or piano lessons because they'd have the dexterity and they're not starting from from nothing so I would just keep introducing instruments as you go I mean um, it's lovely if you have instruments at home and you don't mind the yeah. children being able to touch them so for example a guitar if you have a guitar at home which a lot of some people do have it on a stand so that your child can go up every so often and just strum it and just get an idea of the vibrations because um, I, I remember actually at first, I used to practice my saxophone when Jemima was at nursery all the time and sort of make sure that she's she's not around. It might be too loud for her, all the rest of it. And actually, when I then went to practice with her in the room, she used to cover her ears because she found it sort of too intense. I wasn't playing loud and it wasn't bad, but <laughs> it was too intense for her. And it took a while for her then to to get used to the vibration of the of the instrument and the sound. So I think we should be letting them experience music very early on. Yeah, and obviously with the dancing and stuff, you know, you don't have to take your kids to to dance lessons for it to be fun. It's literally whacking yeah. on the food and just getting yeah. to do the bum dance around the house. And I think exactly. as adults, we're like programmed to have you know all these inhibitions and oh don't dance and oh what are you doing you look silly yeah. but as kids we're just born with love aren't we and all we want to do is just let loose and do it and and as we get exactly. older all these weird insecurities start creeping in about the way we're done yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so true and actually then um, it's about letting your young person explore because they find different genres all the time so you know we started lockdown Jen was very much on anything pop we, we listened to um, a lot of pop music in the car and she was singing along to all of the current songs and now she's kind of merged she's in a Motown phase at the moment she's always singing my girl to um, Adele <laughs> now, now she has to dress up and doing dance routines and asking me to get the lyrics online and you just got to let your child lead you as well you know because it feels silly she went and got my hats and all sorts of jackets and we were all dressed up and doing these moves and for her that was a great sort of play session if you like um and yeah. music was the center of it oh and what about um like music to calm kids down because yeah. we've got an alexa and axel will always be i mean this is probably happens around 50 times a day alexa play cars the movie soundtrack yeah and literally now cars the movie soundtrack literally m- makes my skin crawl it's so annoying i can't yeah. bear it so I tried to switch it up and I keep seeing all this stuff, you know, like calming music for kids. So I was like, right, let's play something calm, like to calm him down. But yeah. actually the calming music makes him angry. Oh, it I makes him you. it makes him cross. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's exactly it. There is there is no formula for what music does to people. Because why do some people like classical music and some prefer jazz? Yeah. I'm like, well, and I had a really interesting experience actually. I went to play in a hospice. Um, so it was me and a and a pianist. And I thought, right, I'm going to pull out all my ballads, you know, play some nice calming music. And these are sort of children that yeah. they can't walk, they can't communicate. They're just in their wheelchairs all day. Um, and they were there for some respite care. And um, 
<laughs> and so I, I yeah I pulled out all the ballads I thought all right, it's gonna be a nice 20 minutes of nice smooth songs and you know a couple of the girls they were there and they were swaying along and they were loving it and I thought oh this is good in my head I'm thinking I've nailed this it <laughs> was one boy that he was just moaning making these really loud moaning sounds all the way through and you know all the carers are apologizing to me and I'm like no no it's fine so I looked at my pianist I said let's just try I, I love to mix reggae jazz and soul that's my natural rhythm so I said let's just play some reggae and see what happens and um we started the song and he was silent and his um carer just put him on the floor he's laying on the floor and he just kind of was just looking at me so I've gone up to him and I've sort of brought the saxophone closer to him and he's putting his mouth on the bell of the saxophone and sort of licking it and like really liking the vibrations but he was quiet so what was calm the ballad that was calm for the girls was totally the opposite of what this young chap needed and yeah. uh, we need to be sensitive to that just because it says calm on the on the packet doesn't necessarily mean that it is and you know sometimes those tinkly tinkly songs some babies just don't like it <laughs> um, and so yeah there's many times where I hear parents say yeah, I bought this album and it's just not working I said it's it's not medicine that is literally what I thought I was like great you know I'll put these calming music on and he's gonna <laughs> chill out on the sofa and I'm not joking it made him so cross yeah, it like turned yeah. him into like it was it was unbelievable I never I never realized it could have such an adverse effect <laughs> exactly that we have to be so sensitive and you know try different genres of music it might be a genre that you never realized that you liked you know Jemima loved flamenco for for a second when she was three oh. and and salsa and that's all she wanted to hear over and over again oh, wow I wish my children were into that oh, there's going to be a lot of parents listening that are going to agree with this comment that every time they get in the car their toddler or their three-year-old is going to go can I have nursery rhymes can I have nursery oh, rhymes no. you're like oh my god fucking nursery rhymes no you cannot <laughs> I don't want to exactly. hear it are you sleeping brother John <laughs> no I'm not I'm actually about to <laughs> drive into a pole so no, just try me. something different try something else and you know a lot of people think oh adult music let me try ad- uh, let me not play the adult music um obviously language permitted um yeah anything Zoe was in the car with me when Axel was really young. We were driving back to London. I don't think, was Luna in the car as well? I can't remember. And I don't think you'd played no. nursery rhymes to Luna at this age. No. And the whole way, it was three hours, we had nursery rhymes on repeat. And Zoe was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, God, in the we only listened to Eric Prids in my car. I was like, we're listening to trance music, we listened to some deep house stuff. I was like, you know, she's into it. Someone, someone gave her nursery rhymes and that was it. That was it. I'm glad I'm glad now (laughs) I mean you do have to be careful because children do like repetition so whatever the song is they're going to want to hear it 50 times um so just be prepared for that but actually I mean even seeing it on um the band jam on on the tv show we've got people playing rock we've got we had um uh folk music we've got opera and the kids will dance to anything and that's the thing we need to remember it's not just your standard nursery rhymes they love all types of music I guess we just got to play as many different genres to them as possible and not just I guess put our taste onto them exactly exactly that and um what was it like for you when you got that phone call or you were doing that negotiation to to get your album away with um with Sony's label because that's that's pretty massive for you right just tell us about that yeah, it is. You're right. Because um, as I say, the whole journey has been independent, meaning there's no record label. Every single album I put out has been done solely by us, me and my management team. And um, every photo shoot, everything, you you are 
the creative and you are the person that's doing the business as well. Um, and so it's been lovely. Man- um, Sony have got a new children's label called Magic Star and um, I've just signed to them for the children's side of, of my music. And the first Yay! album's going to be, yeah, I know, it's so exciting. The first album's going to be uh, the songs from Yolanda's Band Jam, um, the, the repeating songs that everybody just loves to dance to. So I'm really excited oh. to be able to offer that. Um, and then, yeah, two more albums after that. It's a three album deal. So um, I'm just loving it. I think it's really refreshing to be sort of part of a company that just believes in the power of music and that families and children should be able to have the best um and it's as you said you know it's not just the it's tailoring it to a younger audience rather than changing the music for them um yeah so yes it's it's real music for for real people which I'm just really excited about amazing when's the release date and what's recording like at home are you are you doing any of that or are you kind of waiting till you can get in the studio yeah, at the moment we're we're demoing up. So obviously the songs already exist and we've already recorded them for the TV show. We're going to sort of amp them up and um and make them even more glossy for for the album. So yeah, work has already started in the studio, but I'm waiting to be able to go into the studio to record. Um I just love to be able to move and feel a bit freer and make sure that the audio is captured in the best way it can be. Um nice. but um we're still at the moment the tour is still uh, going ahead in in October, so we're we're trying to make sure that we've got um, the music ready for the end of the year so oh I'm really excited oh I really hope it happens oh. we just don't know what's going on at the moment do we it's like I so know. hard to plan anything but hopefully by by sort of October time we'll all be in better shape for it and it's tour it's is the tour the the children's music or is the tour Yolanda's band jam live so actually we Amazing. had the very we had the very first Yolanda's band jam live in February um it was already it was already in the diary and it was a wonderful time at the Royal Festival Hall here in London and um it was sold out and I was only wow. four weeks after having my baby by C-section. Oh, my so, so I was thinking, oh my gosh, can I get on stage? Can I do it? But obviously just seeing all those young faces out there, it was so worth it. Um, and we had oh. such a good time. So I just want to be able to tour around the country and make sure we can give that show to, to as many that want it. Oh, and what age group came along? Just out of interest, I'm just thinking about yeah. it. I'm like, oh, I never thought to take Axel to a concert or, you know, or yeah. to like listen to music. But yeah, what age groups? Um, so we had babies as young as, well, from from three months, I think I saw in the queue as I was signing up to sort of 12, 11, 12 year olds. I mean, the show oh, CBB's age is up to about eight, nine. But obviously you've got siblings there as well. And the whole point is that you can come and enjoy the concert, dance, sing along. And it is for children. So parents don't have to worry about, you know, sit down, clap now, don't do this. Yeah. Don't say that. It's a very interactive show and it's just all about the children. And it was so nice actually. I signed sort of the t-shirts and and merchandise afterwards for, for the young listeners and many of them just said I can't believe I was in the band jam because obviously they're seeing it it's almost like us watching Top of the Pops you know they're, yeah. seeing it, they're seeing all these kids dancing and finally they get to do that and it's just for me it's a blessing to be able to do it you know Oh, I bet you get such a buzz when you're up on stage doing that and just seeing Absolutely. hundreds of little faces staring back at you. <laughs> and hearing them sing along and they're just, oh, they're, they're so fun. It's, that, that's the way a concert should be. And for me, even with my adult music and my adult touring, I always make sure I, I tell everybody at the beginning of the show, 
I don't know what concert you've been to, but if you want to get up and dance, dance. If you want to sing, sing. Don't feel restricted. And I always put that out there at the beginning of a show because many people, it's their first concert or they don't know how to act or oh, this is a jazz club. Surely I can't stand up. And for me, I just want everyone to relax and enjoy the music for what it is, really. Um, there's quite a lot of research you know that suggests that music can really help you heal you know through Mm. periods of your life where you're either going through trauma or something's happened in the family or you know just just personal stuff that you're going through you know you hear you know that sort of phrase oh yeah I was there when I was a teenager and I was dancing into my hairbrush and it was Mm. kind of helping me through stuff that may have been going on at school um so I kind of wanted to ask you that question if there was a period in your life where you really Mm. feel like music helps you through yeah, I think I definitely have a soundtrack for my life. You know, I, I do like to keep a playlist and keep updating it with songs that sort of really make me remember a time. Um, personally, playing music, I remember being sort of 13, 14 and improvising for the first time, which means, you know, you're not reading the music on the page. You're just playing whatever comes naturally. And um, this was in a, in a, in a class and I improvised and then started crying and I didn't realize that I had lots of I don't know it's just exams are coming up and different emotions um that I was feeling and that came out through the music so actually making music is very empowering um I think you know having my first my first daughter Jemima and listening to music then um I remember Roberta Flack first time ever I saw your face and I'd always listened to that song before having a baby and thought it was a love song you know fall in love with someone that's fine but that was a moment where after birth and you know going through the worries of being a mom am I making enough milk all of that stuff just hearing that song brought me to tears for the first time and when I cry I feel like I've crossed over an emotional period if you know what I mean Um, Mm. and so hearing that song I was like yeah anytime I see your face I know that my life this is what my life is about. This is why I do it, no matter how hard it gets. Um, so I think that was a very important song for me as well. Mm, that's lovely. No, I think we've all got those tunes. Do you, are you, do you not massively musical, are you? No, I'm not. It's weird, actually, because I like went to stage school and was around music a lot. But oh, wow. per, like at home, I'm not really. Although during lockdown, it's really strange. We never used to have music on in the house, really. I guess we just used to be rushing out the door and then rushing home and then putting the kids to bed and it was never really a thing but during lockdown we have had loads of music on and um we were saying like we're having our house done at the moment we'd never thought of having like speakers put in and all that kind of stuff and now we're like no it's so nice being at home when there's music playing I mean I'm I'm pretty like mainstream I just like you know just like chart music and my husband likes R&B and stuff like that but um (laughs) We're, you know, we're not, we're not like music. We're not uh, music gods at all. <laughs> but um, it does definitely like brighten the mood at, at, at oh, home yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So you love music, don't you? Oh yeah. I mean, I could rant. I could rant on about music all day long. I just feel. I feel like music makes the memory. I mean, people, yeah. are, for, for me, you know, you can have an amazing group of mates around you or you can be, dan- oh, no, you can't be dancing if there's no music, but you can be standing there, you know, having a glass of wine or having some food or whatever. But the minute the mm-hmm. music comes on, it, it like, it just brings this really special energy. It's really intoxicating. I'm like a proper, if I hear a song that's really emotive or that I love, I can get 
covered in goosebumps yes. from head to toe. You know, in yes. my car when I drive to work at the weekends, I'm just putting all my favorite tunes on really loud. It's like a two week holiday for me. That that <laughs> energy that the music brings. Oh, I just I could just talk about it all day. And obviously with a DJ, like when I used to DJ and travel and do all of that stuff with head candy, that was just the best days of my life. Oh, that's why I think I love the beaver so much. And that's why I miss clubbing now. You know, I'm a 38-year-old woman who misses being in a club, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I no, think I I'll always be like there. that. <laughs> you're not too old for clubbing, though. Never too old for clubbing. Yolanda, are you with Never. me? <laughs> I'm there right there with you, honestly. <laughs> I think the only thing that makes me, um, and actually I'm sort of contradicting myself, is the dance moves. Because when we go on tour, you know, the band are like, oh, let's go to a club afterwards. I'm like, oh, I think I should go to sleep. But I have been out with them on on some occasions. I'm like, I can't remember how to dance. I'm like doing the pop swing. Like, oh my God, I look like such an old lady. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to shake it. That's my mission after lockdown is to get Georgia into a club, me and her. Because you know what, we've been been mates, we've been working to their business partners. Yeah, years, and we've never been out on a night out together. Where we, we haven't let loose. How ridiculous! No. Yeah, we d- we definitely need to do that. Absolutely, and everyone else can come with us as well. Um, you know, before <laughs> before we say bye, um, we just wanted to. I just wanted to ask you a question about your 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 kind of. I know it's very hard, and I know that people hate this question, but top three songs of all time. Oh, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Um, all right. No. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Um, Bob Marley, so much trouble in the world. And I just reheard this song the other day, and I'm going to add it to my top three, and it might be a bit of a crazy one. Baby D. <laughs> yeah, tell me, oh this Baby D. Um, Baby D, let me be your fantasy. Yes. Yes. I don't yes. know why. Oh, yeah. just, it came on the other day and I was like, oh my goodness, I remember this. And that is like a memory of growing up, you know? Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Let me be a fantasy. I love that. We play that on heart. Can you believe it? I love that. So we always like to find out about um, our guests' favorite products. Mm. So what would be your absolute like top five must have products as a parent? Gosh. Well, um, these are going to quite personal now because I'm, I'm in it. So my <laughs> first, <laughs> my first top product um, is my Medela Swing breast pump. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I've got the maxi. I've got the double pump with the bando. Like can't go anywhere without it. And sadly, my um, my second daughter is not able to breastfeed, which is really painful for me because Jemima breastfed till yeah. she was two, yeah, and yeah. Um, wow. yes, unfortunately she can't. So I've been eping um which is a whole new discovery exclusively pumping and there's a whole eping community which is um and i tell you it's going to be my mission to shed more light on it but yeah i'm exclusively pumping so she's still on my breast milk um so that is really really important for me four times a day i'm still on the pump (laughs) oh my god well done (laughs) Uh, so yeah my medella swim um then number two uh because we're always out and about and of course we we were touring with a six-week-old is my doona car seat yeah um, oh my gosh I, I just couldn't do anything without it <laughs> it's fantastic um number three it doesn't exist yet but it will do and all of your children will love it is of course the Yolanda's Band Jam album I need to be Absolutely. able to take that with me my daughter sings the songs over and over again and I think it's uh, something that would be good the parents will enjoy it too it's not too it's not twinkly <laughs> 
So it's real love music. They love that. <laughs> real music with lyrics for the children. Um, oh, number four. Well, you can't go anywhere without a muslin square, really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that one in there. Um, and then number five has to be my phone. It does everything. Takes pictures of the babies, monitors my pumping, manages my life in terms of the iCal and syncs us up as a family. Um, so yeah, yeah, my phone would be the last one. I love that you've put your phone in there. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I feel I feel like that's probably everyone's top yeah, product. I isn't think it, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say with the muslin squares, I just discovered this because I've stopped using them now. Gigi's one. You yeah. can use them as to cleanse your face with when you finish. They are, they are amazing, and they they soak up so much liquid as well. So even use yeah. them in the kitchen. Use them in the kitchen yeah. to soak up spills. Exactly. Um, fantastic. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, thank you. Yolanda, thank you so much for coming on. We absolutely love that chat. What brilliant. We've Aww. never talked about music before like that. So thank you. And um, if anybody wants to catch you, when is the show on CBBS? So it's on iPlayer, so you can catch it at any time, which um, has yeah. been wonderful getting lots of messages from families um, with their children dancing in the living room in front of the TV. So it's on iPlayer, but it's on um, every Saturday and Sunday at 10.15 in the morning. And I think it repeats Fab. in the week as well. Um, and yeah, just uh, follow me at Yolanda Brown on all social media and keep in touch. It's been lovely. So Thank, to you. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love to the families. I feel like I'm like singing and dancing <laughs> after that chat. You're like Poppy from from Trolls. You're literally like I'm singing and dancing. It just makes you feel so good. What an uplifting conversation that was. I know it does and it definitely has made me go and get like all the little musical instruments around the house and put them in a box and put a music box in front of Gigi. Yeah actually really interesting Isla's turned around to us um, since we did the chat we did the chat last week and she's like I want to do piano lessons and I'm so over the moon about that. Um, I I actually used to play the piano to quite a high degree when I was a kid and then I just stopped playing and now I literally can't play chopsticks. It's so sad isn't it (laughs) how we like lose our musical rhythm at a certain age. No, I think it's one of those things that it becomes almost like uncool, but then you become really cool if you can do it when you're like past 18. It's like that really awkward age, isn't it? It's like 12 to 16. No one wants to be sitting at home having piano lessons. And then all of a sudden you're 18 and someone's really amazing at playing the piano and then they're suddenly really cool again. It's like, (laughs) do you want to come to the park and drink some cider with me? Or do you want to stay at home and practice um, Mozart on the piano? It's like, oh, I think I'll come to the park actually. But you're absolutely right. Imagine, imagine how cool it would be now if you went to a party and there was a piano there and you'd be like, hey guys, ding, oh, that's a guitar, but ding, 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 that's a piano. Um, you'd be the coolest cat in town. You would, exactly. I, would I don't sound cool. No. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we, like, we say things like coolest cat in town. We're, we're definitely, <laughs> definitely not cool because we obviously sat on the bench and drank too much cider. When we're we definitely... The white lightning strikes again. Um, yeah, so I love that chat. I think it's brilliant. And I think what you know, what you can kind of take out of it as well, that it's never too early to get your kids into musical instruments, even if it is, you know, sitting them down on the floor with a tambourine and, you know, a drumstick and just letting them have a little bash away. 
Yeah, exactly. And also just remembering to have music on. Like if you're not really a musical family or into music, putting some songs on in the background can really sort of spark their interest. I mean, Gigi actually loves it. Like she loves music. Um, and James keeps sort of telling me that I'm a really bad mum because I never took her to like monkey music or whatever and I should have. Oh, James. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what does James. Judgy James strikes again. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness though, I think I will. I think I should just suck it up and go to one of the music classes when we Georgia, can. you can have your own music class. Just put some tracks on in the kitchen, get a few of the saucepans out and just let her bang them. That's all that's all it is. They just dress it up in a fancy name and charge okay. you forty quid a month, all right? Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> Anyone wants to come to my monkey music class, you're yeah. well. We'll I put it out on the Instagram and we'll just let you know when it is on our page. Um, exactly. Georgia, we're going to run. I need to cook dinner and you need to um, sort out Judgy James. <laughs> I do. I'm going to go and sort him out and tell him <laughs> Um, um, so as always we'd love you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and please, please, please tell a mum mate about um, about the chats if you know they're not listening and you think they'd enjoy it we would love to spread the word even further yeah and if you do have any suggestions of what you'd like to hear from us in our Friday episode then please, please do drop us a line at Made by Mamas or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman and we will see you on Friday can't wait, see you then Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.